0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to Nabwick, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of Black women in the construction industry. Nabwick is the charge and takes the charge for Black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Good
1: morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWick Talks. I am Jada Williams, your National NAPWIC Chair. It gives me great pleasure, as always, every Wednesday morning to join you here. Of course, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, or just head over to our website, at www.navwick.org. As you already know, we are the voice of black women in construction, and, of course, we have an action-packed show planned for you today. This morning in the studio, of course, we have no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, a special guest, Miss. Esther Lambert of Corporate Project Services, Incorporated, and she is also our NABWIC National Vice President, along with our special guest, Ms. Greer Johnson-Gillis, who is the Vice President of System Development at JTA. But good morning, good morning, Ms. Ann McNeil, the master builder. How are you?
2: Jada, I am awesome. I tell you all the time, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And, Jada, this is going to be a phenomenal show, and as you know, I just realized that Miss Gillis, along with myself, was years ago one of the women who was selected by COMPTO as the women that moved the nation in transportation. So this is going to be a phenomenal and I know I say that every week because it is. And it's exciting to now know that she is now in our part of the state of Florida in Jacksonville. And so we're gonna look at reconnecting with her as we all focus on moving the nation in transportation, especially in the state of Florida and especially in Jacksonville. So I'm very excited to be here and I want to remind all of our listeners. Again, please remember to comment, like, and share the show. But also let us hear from you if you know anyone in the construction industry that's looking for a hookup. And that's a hookup in this industry in any kind of area, especially in the area of transportation. So as always, Jada, let's get this party started.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So let's Take a quick commercial break before we get this party started.
3: <laughs> Greetings, my name is Kimberly Naylor, and I am the owner of Wright Construction Company. I am also president of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are proud to celebrate women in construction. I'm very proud to have formed a company that allows for employment opportunities in communities, black communities, to help elevate economic stability and wage increases so that we as black women can continue to empower our communities. I'm excited to be a member of NAVWIC because it allows us to shape history It allows us to empower women to know there is a platform in construction that is vital to the wealth transfer into black communities across this nation. My name is Kimley Naylor, and please join us in celebrating Women in
1: Construction. Yes, indeed, we are always celebrating women in construction, and in NABWIC, you know that we believe that every day is black history in NABWIC world, and today is such an amazing show that we have planned with our very own, she is out of Jacksonville, Florida, well, she's recently moved down to Jacksonville, Florida, spent most of her time in Washington, D.C., but at our Northeast Florida Hard Hats and Hills, we were able to get our hands on and reward Miss Greer Johnson Gillis and women in history. For our hard hats and hills in our Northeast Florida chapter. So it's only fitting if we brought this amazing rock star to Navwick Talk Wednesday show. So Miss Gillis was appointed vice president of system development as a part of JTA's executive leadership team to lead the authorities' robust system development division and to oversee the JTA's construction and capital Program Department. She also leads um, a vast and comprehensive infrastructure and role building initiative called JPA's Mobility Works. Miss Gillis is packed. Her resume is phenomenal on paper. I will not take much time up. I did go to an early commercial break to allow the audience, all of our listeners, to get their pens and paper ready so they could take notes. Good morning, Ms. Greer. How are you? And welcome to NABWIT Talk. Oh, good morning, Jada.
4: Thank you so very much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Thank you, thank you. Of course, of course. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself in your own terms, because I can read your resume that is like four pages long, this mini bio, all of your accomplishments and everything that we um, conjured up and looked up and was a little stalkerish on this show. But in your own words, tell us a little bit about your background and how it is that you came to do what it is that you're doing now. Sure, sure. i will be more than happy to. Um,
4: You know, for me, it's always been about giving back, and that's how I like to characterize my life. I've always been in a situation that I've always been able to give back. Um, But I've been in the uh, transportation industry for well over 25 years now and, and had the privilege, I will say, to work both in the private sector as well as the public sector. I started my career out in the private sector working for a variety of firms um, Transcore ITS And even um, ended up at Parsons Brinkerhoff which is now known At WSP and Really that's where I was groomed uh, To be a transportation Professional I learned a lot of Great things from a lot of great people uh, People who served as my Mentor and coaches to help me to Continue to grow and expand And that's where I met uh, our, our beloved um, Ms. Anne McNeil with NAVWIC Uh, Started my career in Washington D.C. And then I was able to move into uh, the public sector Working for the local Washington D.C. government The District of Columbia government uh, First uh, with the D.C. Department of Transportation Under Director Gabe Klein and Mayor Adrian Fenty And then I had the wonderful privilege of joining uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser and her administration first as the Deputy Director for the D.C. Department of Transportation and then as Director of the D.C. Department of General Services, and that's the agency that really controls all of district government properties. So I took my background in construction and transportation and went to turn it into a forum to really help and grow our district, the oversight of our district government properties. And then after doing that, I went to the District of Columbia Public Service Commission, uh, where I got to oversee and work with the utility companies in Washington, D.C., and really focus for them on their large-scale capital programs and initiatives that they were doing at behalf of the city. And so at the end of the day, it's, it's always been about construction, large-scale program management, capital programs, and really how to get things done. And that's how I ended up here in Jacksonville with the Jacksonville Transportation Authority. I was looking for an opportunity that took all of that experience and I would be able to use it uh, to the full here in Jacksonville while at the same time I was coming back home. I wanted to be closer to my family here in Jacksonville. My mother is here, my brother and my sister and their families. I have an aunt and I have Several cousins here, so all my family they were here in Jacksonville, and they, they basically said, Greer, it's time for you to come home. So my husband and I packed up and moved to Jacksonville, and we've been here for a year now. And very excited to be here, very happy to be at the Jacksonville Transportation Authority.
1: Exciting, exciting, exciting. And, yes, welcome back to Florida and it sounds like you did a great job with merging or marrying marrying the um, transportation um, background and your construction background. With those two coming together, it sounds like that's more of the why you chose the, the space of being in transit. What other passions make you want to work in the transit space? What, what's so special about transit?
4: Oh, I love that question. You know, transportation was always something data that excited me uh from the first time from the first time that I took a, a transportation related course in college. Um, and so I've always been a fan of transportation. And so you're right, I've had the luxury and the privilege to be able to meld not only transportation in hardcore traffic engineering analysis, but get to do that and really expand it on a broader nature um, of all facets, of all modes of transportation. And so I've been someone who's looked at all modes, uh, worked on construction projects of varying modes and what have you. And so my my background has been one that I've embraced not only the roadways and the drivers, but... The, per, the, the transit vehicles And the transit operators To the bicyclists and the pedestrians And now we're looking at Even those micro-mobility uh, Options such as The e, uh, the bicycles The electric bicycles and the e-scooters um, What Really how I ended up in Transit per se is Really when I was first at The D.C. Department of Transportation Working with the DC Department of Transportation is standing up our circulators. Uh, those are our, uh, downtown and neighborhood circulators, those red buses for everyone listening in Washington DC. Uh, those things, those buses were really what we felt were needed at the time to promote, uh, circulation in critical neighborhoods as well as critical downtown areas. And we, and it has, and it continues to do a phenomenal job. So working with the team to stand up that and keep that moving, operations, maintenance, and moving, um, that was a step, was my first foray in the transit. And then working with the team to really stand up the streetcar. I have I've had the opportunity of doing that when we were looking at it in the Anacostia area and then eventually over into the H Street corridor. So I got my first taste there and then now with the JTA, um, I'm looking at it on a, on a much broader level and really looking at the impacts that transit can have on our community. I get the opportunity of not only look at looking at this from what do I need, what sort of infrastructure I need to put in place to serve our community, but as one of the executive leaders working for our visionary, Mr. Nathaniel Ford, we also get to look at deep down, What are the services we are providing? And how can we not only improve those services, but maximize the services that we're providing for everyone? And that could come in the form of a variety of different options to be able to do that. And so that's what keeps me in the transportation field, the excitement, the innovation. Um, And we're doing that at the JTA. I know everyone has heard about our ultimate urban circulator. We're doing that even in our strategic planning efforts um, and it's just it's just an exciting time to be in transportation and transit, and an exciting t- time to be in Jacksonville.
1: Yes, and thank you so much for that because I did get to attend the um, National Association of Black Women in Construction, yes, our national annual meeting that was taking place in Jacksonville, Florida, for 2021, and um, JTA did present the autonomous cars and buses, and that was a pretty cool experience. So um, to our audience and, and listeners, if you did not attend and maybe missed that, you could also check out some of the video clips of the great um, things that JTA does have going on that Miss Greer is speaking of with the autonomous cars on NABWIC's YouTube channel. That was a Pretty amazing. So I know it has to be feel very rewarding to be a part of, of a team like that. How long have you been a, a leader in the executive um, space or in an executive leadership role? You know, when I when I sit down and think about it, Jada,
4: um, when I, if I add up my private sector experience to my public sector experience, I'd say all in all, it's just over ten years um, in the serving in leadership roles. So, uh, the area manager for Parsons Brinckerhoff in Washington D.C. for five years, and I will tell you that was my dream job. Uh, being able to lead an engineering company's office in a main in a local um, in an urban area in uh, such a city as Washington D.C. Uh, it couldn't get any better than that. I had a phenomenal time doing that role and wonderful opportunities, and I met so many people there. But then I also have executive leadership role in our district government and and a variety of different areas. And again, I learned so much in that role. It was, it was such a training ground for leadership. I will tell you, you, you are, as a leader in the public sector, it is so rewarding because you are, you are exposed to so many things. But more importantly, you see, you see the impact that you make right away. You see the benefit that you're making to your community, uh, to the constituents, to the residents. Anyone that's using the services that you're putting out as an executive leader in the public sector, uh, you see the accomplishment then and there. And then that right there is so rewarding.
1: Yes, yes. And um, you could definitely feel the love. Um, for JTA from the community as well, part of that um, that annual meeting as well, and can hear the passion that you're speaking now. It sounds like also you say that you've only been a leader or in these different executive roles for ten years, but it comes across like you just been a natural born leader, Miss Gillis. <laughs> <laughs>
4: thank you, thank you. No, you know what I will tell you. I I I, I have been fortunate that I have worked for some phenomenal leaders. I have worked for some people who they they taught me, without even knowing it informally, how to be a leader in difficult times and even in good times, what have you. Um, And I've carried all of that with me. Uh, Great people that I've worked with. Um, I I could do a shout-out, but I know I'm going to miss. Someone, so I'm going to say everybody that I had the pleasure of working with, you contributed to who I am today, and I'm forever grateful for that. And and for all of you out there who know um, my current leader, Nat um, Ford, you know how much of a, a visionary he is, how innovative he is, and he's always pushing the needle on something. So he's adding to my own professional development by watching him in action and seeing how a true leader um, operates. How a true leader uh, works for the benefit of the people that he served that, at the end of the day that's really what leadership is it's really giving
2: back to
1: everyone Yes, it is, and like you mentioned before, to be a great leader, you have to be a good follower. So, and and Mr. Nat Ford is definitely a NABWIC friend who we also highlighted at our annual meeting in Jacksonville, which makes me bring up another point that um, attending these annual meetings also gets you in contact and gets you to be connected and in and get you in the room with individuals like yourself, Mr. Nat Ford, and things of that nature when you are hanging out and networking with Natwick, And our next annual um, national annual meeting will be coming up in January um, 2022. Yes, we already have it planned. We will be in <laughs> Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> Yes, Miss awesome. Gillis, we are ahead of the game. We will be I in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and of course, again, you already know you are invited, and we hope to see you and your whole crew with us in Raleigh, North Carolina, as well.
0: Oh, but with we'll
1: be that being there. said, mm-hmm. you will, yes, Miss Ann McNeil, the master builder, Jackie Perry, and Miss Esther Lambert. We have to hold her to this. We have it on the air. <laughs> We would definitely <laughs> would hold you too. to it. Listen, guys, you have to feel the energy in the studio this morning. Press 1 on your phones and engage into the conversation. Hit us up on the different social media platforms. Make a comment under today's show. Let us know that you are listening in with Navwick. And, of course, again, like we've mentioned earlier in the show, head over to our website, hit that Join Now button, and get your red shirt. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But after that commercial break, we are going to bring in our very own vice Vice President Ms. Esther Lambert of Corporate Project Services Incorporated. She is jumping off of her seat to join the conversation with Ms. Greer Gillis, the um, Vice President of System Development at JTA. Thank you for joining the show this morning.
0: We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash n-a-b-w-i-c. Thank you, and we're back.
1: Yes, and we are back with Ms. Greer Johnson-Gillis, who is over JTA's executive leadership team, and as promised... Miss Esther Lambert will be joining the conversation this morning. Good morning, Miss Esther. How are you? Hi, Jane. Good morning.
5: It is such a pleasure being here. Good morning, Miss Gillis. Welcome to our show.
4: Oh, good morning. Good to have you. Good to be here.
5: Awesome, awesome, and thank you for coming back as one of our friends and 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 ardent supporters of NABU. We really. Mm-hmm embrace you back into the fold. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, so oh, I have a question for you. Sure. When did you and what made you realize that you were really in love with the field that you are in?
4: You know, Miss Esther, I, I will tell you, I was in love with it or I fell in love with uh, transportation Back in college, it it was it was one of those epiphanies that occurred in my first transportation course. Believe it or not, Um, you you know, after going through so many engineering courses and what have you, you get into your senior year, and I got into my senior year and I took a transportation course as an elective. Um, I thought I was going to be a, a bridge builder. And it was an epiphany. I sat in that course and realized this is it. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be at. And it it's it's
5: been a love fest ever since. Oh, that's 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 phenomenal. And um, my follow-up question to you, excuse me for for hogging your your platform, Jada, but I have to ask real <laughs> question, because you are in a space that is mostly male-dominated. Um, how do you how do you sit in how do you how do you um how do you get comfortable in the space that you're in because i i do know that it you know it can be intimidating at times so how does it feel as a woman to be a leader in this space thank you for that question i you know i will
4: share professor it, it took me a while to get comfortable on this space, especially when I was first entering uh, the engineering and transportation industry, uh, because I was always the only, even in school, I was the only person of color in the classroom, or even the only female in the classroom, and it took me a while to realize that, hey, I have, one, I have just as much to offer as everyone else in this room, but Two, I've come to realize as I have grown up personally and professionally that there's more value in having different people at the table, different people at the room, because you get, you get more ideas, you get different ideas, you get different perspectives, and if you work together, you can have a better informed decision on a path to proceed in. That's with anybody in any place. And once I came to realize that, now I'm very comfortable being in the room with everyone else, especially if I am the only female or the only person of color, because my perspective is just as important as everyone else, and everybody at the table wants you to contribute, because that's the only way you're going to get to decisions made or issues resolved. And when you put that in your mindset and realize we are here because we have a mission, or we have a job to do, or we have a problem to solve, then it helps you to better frame yourself. Of, I'm in the room, I'm at the table, let's get to, let's rock and roll. That's what has helped me to be able to
5: um, grow,
4: thrive even in a male-dominated industry.
5: And I really appreciate you spreading this gospel of diversity. Um, thank you so much for responding so eloquent, eloquently to my question. And um, Jada, I am turning it back to you.
1: Thank you so much. It is all good because this is Napwic Talks, and we are Napwic Talks. Thank you so much, Miss uh, Doctor Esther Lambert. Gotta get it correctly when you are dressing our Vice President, formerly over the radio air. Thank you so much, Dr. Esther Lambert, who is our National Vice President and the owner of Corporate Project Services, Incorporated, based out of Miramar, Florida, with offices also in Palm Beach County. So she is a force to be reckoned with, so I have to yield the microphone to Ms. Dr. F. Esther at any time. Thank you My so paper. much again. Yes. Thank you so yes, much again, Ms. Gillis. Yes, amazing please. questions. Yes, please. Yes, thank you so much um, asking those amazing questions. And that's which brings up, we spoke on some of your initiatives and your leadership and the passion, um, and I hope you guys are taking bullet point notes on this. Um, What about the Small Business Program? I know that's one of your other initiatives that you have going on. Would you like to share um, some of the goals and objectives that you hope to achieve in the next future with with the Small Business Program? I would love to. Thank you for that question. So, you know, back in uh, December of last
4: year, Uh, The Jacksonville Transportation Authority uh, established two new programs, one, the Local Small Business Enterprise Program, and the second, the Micro LSBE Program. And so by means of those two programs, it's it's our goal and our mission to maximize uh, our outreach to the local and small business community with the work that we do, especially the capital projects and programs that we do. We looked at it as this was a part of giving back to the community, um, maximizing the diversity and inclusion um, for the Jacksonville Transportation Authority, but also we looked at it as this is a part of the recovery after the pandemic. The first phase of our strategic plan, uh, our move plan told us that we needed to concentrate on our core customers, but we also needed to concentrate on our core partners and a part of those partners are our local and small businesses. So we established our local and small business enterprise program. We want companies to come to us and get certified and we are here to help with the certification. But with that being said, we have aligned that with our new mobility infrastructure program and how we're looking at this is we have a slate of projects uh, roadway projects, transit projects, construction, even construction of small um, construction projects on our JTA campuses and what have you. Uh, we're even looking at construction engineering and design opportunities, and we said we're going to take these projects and really look at how we can maximize opportunities for the small businesses, how we can streamline the procurement, and more importantly, how do we make sure that small businesses have ample opportunities to be prime firms in many of our projects. And so we're, we're able to do that with this LSBE program. We're excited about it. I know um, our Director of Diversity and Advocacy, Mr. Ken Middleton, is, is probably more excited than I am about it, but we felt this was a labor of love. And it took—it was an all hands on deck effort from several of us here in the authority to make sure that we can move on something like that. Oh, and before I forget, I have to tell everyone: please go to our website www.jtafla.com. That's www.jtafla.com, and more about our LSBE program and our mobility infrastructure program.
1: Yes, and thank you so much for sharing that. I told you guys better get your notebooks and pens out and ready cuz this show was going to be amazing and action-packed. Listen, you have shared some great information about the JTA mobility works and the small business program and all of the amazing innovative things that are going on in JTA and given us a little bit of your own personal tea. So, how did you also hear about NABWIC? We know of the the background history, a little bit of you and our founder, Miss Anne McNeil, back in the Compto days um, How now currently do you see and believe that NABWIC would be would be a good organization um for you to develop a relationship with, Sure. first of all,
4: I have to say. Um, to Ms. Ann McNeil. I love and Ms. Ann McNeil, and she's right. We both won uh, the Compto Women Who Moved the Nation Awards uh, a couple of years ago together. But what she may not remember was we first met back in the early 2000s, I would say, uh, at a Compto annual meeting, and that's when she first introduced me to NABWIC. so I've been a fan of NABWIC ever since and now that I'm here with the Jacksonville Transportation Authority I am established my relationship with NABWIC because I see so many different synergies not only that I see NABWIC as an opportunity to help to grow coach and mentor uh, many of the women in the construction industry here in this region many of whom work here at the Jacksonville Transportation Authority. But I also see NABWIC and the synergies of what we're trying to do here at the JTA when we're giving back not only to the small and local businesses or the DBEs, but really to all businesses. So we're trying to do more um to serve our community in terms of the services we provide and the infrastructure we we lay out for them because we're trying to help everyone have the access that they need to get to either their essential job the place of recreation or now more so than ever the vaccination locations in order to in order to be vaccinated for true health and wellness so if we're doing all of that we need to make sure we're partnering with those uh, partners and organizations who can help us do that and that's where i see the synergy Of NABWIC and the Jacksonville Transportation Authority, and like you mentioned earlier, Jada, Mr. Ford is a friend of NABWIC. This whole agency, everyone understands the viewpoint of NABWIC and supports it, and so we
1: see it as a win-win-win
2: opportunity.
1: Yes, indeed, and thank you so so much for that. We cherish and value all of our partnerships and and members. So I know. Um our leaders up in the Northeast Florida area and nationally, because we are all NABWIC, um are reaching out um, to you with open arms, which makes me remember, Um, I was just about to forget, which is not really a forget, NAVWIC, we are the voice of black women in construction, and always on the move, we do have our national strategic planning meetings coming up in June, um, and we will be in Houston, Texas, this June 26, 2021, strategizing and continuing to building um, valuable and strategic relationships and partnerships that will help us in our mission and our goals of building um, uh, being valued in the community and, of course, being the voice of black women in construction and being leaders all all across the construction industry and not only in construction because a lot of our members are executives and are entrepreneurs in different areas of business. It is really amazing. So we always, always, always ask you to take the opportunity and the chance to engage and network with us. And, yes, those are some amazing, absolutely amazing synergies that JPA and and yourself and NAPWIC have together. So are you ready for the hard questions now that we are getting at the top of the interview? Yes ma'am, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, before we get to the hard questions, I'm going to check into the studio real quick and check in with our very own Miss Jackie Perry of JPN Associates, who is one of our national board members and of course, um one of my leaders, um our national marketing and communications chair. Good morning, Miss Jackie, and welcome to uh, Talk, as always. Mm-hmm.
6: Good morning. Good morning. I am so excited to be here, uh, Jada with you and, uh, Dr. Lambert, our master builder, and McNeil, and our special guest, Greg Johnson Gillis. So really happy to be here. And I must say, I am so glad that, uh, Ms. Gillis, you moved from Washington to Jacksonville. Washington's loss is was certainly a big game for us. You coming down here and working, uh, as you described, with uh, innovator and visionary like uh, Mr. Uh, Nate. And it does us proud to have both of you all in that leadership role. It makes us proud to have you there because it's making such a big impact on the city. And so I live here. I witness the things that are occurring. And I can say that under your leadership, uh, JTA is making such a tremendous impact in our city. Uh, in the area of uh, innovation, but also transforming our neighborhoods, our downtown area, which definitely you know needs some resurgence and uh, so all the things that you all are doing from the uh, the Skyway project, mobility works, you know all the things that uh, touch our infrastructure all the way again to the autonomous vehicles. Uh, it just makes us look good, and so, as the women of Madwick, we certainly stand behind. Uh, you and Mr. Ford as you, uh, you know, make efforts to acquire whatever support you need from city council to continue these projects and to make things better for our small business owners. So thank you for those programs that you talked about, the local small business and the micro programs, because it's really important for our small businesses to grow, to become primes, as you say, and, uh, you know, just to be able to have that economic growth uh, in our businesses and our neighborhoods. So I just want to take the moment to just thank you uh, for that and for your leadership. And I admire you. We were so glad, as Jada mentioned earlier, to have the opportunity to recognize you as one of our women in history uh, a few weeks back. And that was a recognition so well-deserved, uh, and we wish we actually could have done more, but uh, we take our hats off to you and we applaud you. And I just want to thank you and Mr. Ford and JTA for everything that you're doing on behalf of the city of Jacksonville.
4: Oh, Jackie, thank you so very much. Uh, I, I I am humbled by by your words. Thank you very very much. But I, I have to tell you, it's a labor of love for all of us, and and I, and I don't do this alone. Uh, I have a wonderful. A group of colleagues, uh, my fellow, uh, senior vice presidents and vice presidents here at the JTA who, who, who have the same mantle, who have the same viewpoint and a vision, uh, for, to make sure that we deliver the best for Jacksonville. And 700 members strong here at the JTA, over 700 members really, and they all feel the same way. You talk to anyone who works here at the JTA and they'll tell you the same thing. It's that, it's that same passion for the city of Jacksonville. But I, I am grateful for your support. Um, and I, in behalf of my fellow colleagues, we're grateful uh, that you see the benefit you, and you see the long-term benefit and that you, you're willing to stand beside us as we, as we seek support for all the things that we do. Because, it, again, it, it's for the residents. It, it's for our, our users of the services and even those who may not use it, but they're still benefited by it. So thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Ms. Jackie Perry, as always, of J.P. and Associates. Now, Ms. Gillis. Could you share with us one of your favorite books or an author that you are currently reading? Ah,
4: (laughs) yes, yes. So let me just – Do you have time? I do, I do. Let me preface this and say that I am um, a professional development junkie, so I love reading leadership books. And so if I had to pick one that I would say is a favorite, I will tell you what my favorite is and then I'll tell you what I'm currently reading. Um, my favorite book is this book by John Cotter and it's entitled Leading Change. And it's it's a great book if you're um, if you're leading or heading up any sort of change management activities, no matter how big it is or how small it is. This is a book for you because he's able to break it down as to all the this, not only just the steps that you go through uh, in leading a change initiative, but also how the reactions that you can expect and how best to, I'm not going to say overcome the reactions, but work with the reactions and turn them into consensus to get you to success. Um, it was a book that was given to me by a former um, regional manager at Parsons Brinkerhoff, Mr. Bernie McNeely, and I will tell you I I I still go back to that book to this day. Um, so that that is my all time favorite. Um, what I am currently reading now, if if I can share that one with you, is um, I'm reading this book by Joseph Grinney called Crucial Conversations. And it's basically how do you have those hard conversations uh, with individuals that you may be dreading to have. Um, It's not a problem for me, I will tell you that, but there's always a room for improvement, and I wanted to read that book just to make sure that I'm always prepared for any type of conversation. As leaders, you have to be prepared for those types of conversations, and that one is a great book I also highly recommend because it's jam-packed full of stories. Uh, that all of us could relate to because there's a story in there that some of us have probably gone through at one period of time through our professional
1: career. So two books that I would recommend. Well, thank you so much for sharing your book list because, yes, indeed, we are book junkies and have a passion for leadership (laughs) books on NAPWick Talks. So, guests, listeners, members, I hope you got that down. If you didn't, you know I have your back. Greer said, read Leading Change by John Carter, and thank you for sharing Crucial Conversations by Joseph Green. Thank you so much for that. And then, of course, the one last heavy-hitting question, how can we get in contact with you? If someone, our members want to hear more, um, engage more with you, do you have a social media, an email, or any type of information you would like to share with the audience? sure sure uh you can you can definitely connect
4: with me here at the Jacksonville transportation Authority. let me give you my email it is uh g gillis g g i l l i s at j t a f l a dot com so you can definitely reach me there on email and then yes i am on twitter um, i believe my twitter handle is uh at Greer Gillis, and then I'm also on LinkedIn, also at, at Greer Gillis. You can find me on both of those social media sites, but if you want, like,
1: a true direct connection, please feel free to email me. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on MAP Week Talks and sharing your experiences and your current and new initiatives that you have going on at JTA. Listen, audience, I have to mention, we do have our NABWIC National Annual Billion Dollar Luncheon in Aviation Opportunities coming up in June. And if you can't remember the date, you already know, we love Wednesdays in NABWIC. So always, when you hear the Billion Dollar Luncheon, it is the second Wednesday of that month. So you can head over to Eventbrite and go ahead and register and or see how you can become a sponsor, which since we continue to deliver exactly what our audience members and listeners are requesting. If you would like to advertise on this show, we also have other days that we are on the air. But if you would like to advertise on Navwick Talks, you can also email us at marketing at org or Send us a text message at 786-702-1005, a phone call, or hit us up on all of our different social media platforms. And you already know you can catch us on Eventbrite for our many different events that we have going on in Navwick for our community and the world, as well as our private events that we host for our members, yes, I hate to say it, we do have member benefits. So you want to go and check us out on Eventbrite and or our website. Listen, it is always a great Wednesday morning, every Wednesday morning, to have the pleasure and to be honored to be your National with blog talk chair and host and to be able to be on the air with amazing guests as Ms. Greer Johnson-Gillis, Dr. Esther Lambert, Ms. Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, and Jackie Perry of J.P. and Associates. This has been another amazing show on NABWIC Talks. Until next Wednesday, you will meet us here at 8.30 a.m. Have a beautiful Wednesday. Thank you for joining us.